Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidis, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Starting on the bottom of Samach Zayin, uh, 67, <coughs> last line, we're speaking about how the general intention behind it, all the mitzvahs that infuses the mitzvahs with the energy to draw down the essence of Hashem through fulfilling the mitzvahs is tefillah. And that's why tefillah is not included in the number of the 613 mitzvahs, because it is the general intention behind all the mitzvahs, just like the spinal cord is not considered one of the uh, 248 organs, because it, it is that which makes all the other organs work and be able to stand and be sustained. So the fulfillment of all the mitzvahs is really through, is drawn down through um, tefillah, which allows you to draw down the revelation of the Aryan Seif, of the infinite essence of Hashem into the mitzvahs. <coughs> the Indian who the explanation of this more, as this idea more is, how is tefillah, how is tefillah the general intention of all the mitzvahs? Dehine, you have to understand what tefillah is. Tefillah, he pronounced das. Tefillah relates to the idea of das, of there are three faculties, chokhmah, bina, and das. Chokhmah is the insight and the concept, the initial flash of the concept before you really understand it. Bina, understanding, cognition, when you really bring it down into your own understanding through analogies and explanations, and das is when you connect to it, the concept, recognition. So tefillah is actually das, more the feeling, the recognition of the of godliness. So let's see what that is. And that's why tefillah is compared to the spinal cord. Because the spinal cord actually is drawn down from the specific part of your brain, which relates to das. Because we know that there's three different parts of the brain, according to Kabbalah. Within these three parts of the brain, the two parts of the brain of chokhmah and bina, which relate to the insight and the cognition, that is in the front of your brain. And the part of the brain which relates to das, the recognition, is in the back. And that's where the spinal cord is drawn down from, from the back of your brain, where das is. And therefore, also tefillah relates to das. Just like the spinal cord is drawn down from das, tefillah also relates to das. It's known that das, it's known Das, in general, the level of Das relates to a godly energy which transcends the limited vessels. As written, If you do count Keser and Das in the, in the, the number of the, of the Sphiris, so the ten Sphiris, so then there's going to be eleven Sphiris. But in Sefer Yitzir it says that there's only ten Sphiris and not eleven. Because the if you do count das, it's going to be eleven, and there's not eleven spheres like the Sefer Yitzira says, because das is not counted in the spheres. Why? Because we only count the spheres. The whole idea of spheres is they're made up of an air and a kli, a simple godly energy and a vessel which defines that energy. And because das, the level of das is a just a simple divine energy without a vessel, that's why we don't count das in one of the ten spheres. 
And some, similarly, in the general Atzilus, the level of Atik, which is the, the panemius of Keser, the inner core of Keser, um, is the general Neshama, the general life force of all of the world of Atzilus. And Atik is a totally like, transcends Atzilus to the general life force behind all of Atzilus. In Atik, there is no <clears throat> there is no vessel at all. It's a level which totally transcends the limited vessel. And we see that Das, just like Atik transcends Atzilus and it has no vessel, so too Das also transcends the number of the ten spheres. And it's like Atik in the sense that it doesn't have a limited vessel. Um, and this also is what is implied from what's explained in another place and about this idea that sometimes you, you do count Kesser in the ten spheres and when you do count Kesser then you don't count Das so there will still be um, ten instead of eleven but when the Kesser is not counted then you do count Das in order to complete the ten spheres What's the reason for this? That's only when you're counting the spheres and their outer core, the more so the outer external level of the spheres. When you count the sphere, the spheres and their outer external level, their external layer, then the keser is counted with them, and ain't das nimne, and then the das is not counted. Because the das comes from a deeper inner level, which transcends. Um, vessels in limitation. Okay, when the kesser is not counted, that's when you're counting the spheres and the inner core essence of the spheres. The bchinas pinimius the kesser spheres, and because the pinimius, the inner core of kesser is not within the number of the spheres, like we just said before, the atik is transcends the spheres. So when you count, when the kesser is not counted in the ten spheres, because you're counting the spheres and their inner core essence of the spheres, and we know that the pinimius of kesser is not within the realm of the limited spheres, then you count the das, so that's, what's the conclusion from this? Das is similar to the idea of pinimius, of the inner core essence, which the idea of pinimius, the inner core level, is a level of godliness and a level of godly energy which transcends uh, being invested in, in vessels. And that's why um, this whole thing we just explained now Das is a and that's why it's not counted in the ten spheres because it's above the idea of the spheres, which is the kli, light and vessel. Um, okay, and therefore, and that's why tefillah, that's why prayer, which we said before, it relates to the level of das, is the inner intention behind all the mitzvahs. Why? What is the intention of the mitzvahs? We said that the intention is to draw down. The, the infinite essence of Hashem, which transcends the which transcends the vessels, and this is the whole idea of tefillah, which is das. Das also is this level of godly energy which transcends vessels. Through tefillah, you draw down a light of godliness which transcends vessels. In order to bring about the revelation of the infinite essence of Hashem within the vessels of the mitzvahs, and that's why tefillah is das, because das also relates to that level of godliness which transcends limited vessels. Ubi or Enyinhu to explain this even more how tefillah what really how tefillah relates to das and therefore it relates to the the energy of Hashem which transcends limitation transcends vessels. The main idea of tefillah is the intention of the heart, and that's why it says Vavadetem shall serve Hashem with all your heart. And the Gemara says about that, what is the service of the heart? Zu tefillah. Relates to davening, tefillah. So we see that tefillah, the main idea is the heart. Kavana salev, the intent of the heart. The idea of kavana, intention, is not just 
um, thought that you should have your thought concentration when you're when you're prayer concentrating on Hashem and on the words. Kiim kavana also relates to lahu lashem chavin direction like kivunim the different directions. So when you're saying kavana in prayer, the kavana, the kavana of the heart, it means the direction of your heart. Like it says in some halachas, uh, that if you had if you directed your heart to the right intention, then you fulfilled your obligation. So it says if you directed your heart. Another statement it says is until they direct their hearts to Hashem, to the omnipresent. Meaning that their hearts should be totally directed to Hashem. Like it says in the Gemara, the sages say that when you pray, when you pray, your eyes should be down, pointed down, and your heart should be directed upwards to Hashem. What does that mean? Shatiyah mechuvin lamayla that the kavana that should be directed to Hashem. Who and what does that mean practically? That who pchinas iskashus dveikas and nefesh belikus, meaning that your heart, your whole being, should be totally connected and and attached to Hashem. Your soul should be attached to godliness. Lotzis minar take aguf to to with the desire to leave the confines of the body. And to pour out your soul to Hashem to the bosom of your of your father. That you should be totally connected and, and given over, surrendered yourself, surrender your whole existence to Hashem, only to Hashem, and nothing, to, not to anything else, not to any foreign desires. That's the idea of the kavanas alev and davening. That you're trying to direct your whole existence and your whole heart, your whole will, desire only to Hashem. And how do you accomplish such a deep connection, giving over your whole being to Hashem? Is only through das, through recognition, which we're going to explain what that really means here, but that and that's why tefillah is das, like we said, and das is the light of uh, Hashem which transcends the limited vessels, and tefillah is that level of das because tefillah is kavana salev, the direction of your heart, and the whole idea of directing your heart to Hashem is connecting, is attaching yourself totally to Hashem, and that's the idea of das. Because it's known that the idea of das is not really the idea of just knowledge and gaining knowledge and comprehension, understanding. This really relates to the ideas of chachma and bina, um, insight and cognition. Um, when your level of insight, when, you're, when you get insight into the concepts, it's the initial flash when you feel like you got the whole concept before you really have brought it down into your own understanding of bina. That is the idea of understanding, of gaining more knowledge. The idea of das is really a recognition and a feeling. A sensing, a deep feeling of the concept. Know Hashem, your your uh, your father, and serve him with a complete heart. Seemingly, it's not understood in this verse. Why does he say, "Know Hashem, your father"? David Melech should have told his son. He should have let him know. And should have gave him the knowledge about Hashem, about godliness. And so therefore we must say that they, what does this verse mean? The das idea. That really das does not the word das does not imply knowledge of something. Because that for sure David Melech told Shleme about. about. He, told, he explained to him the greatness of Hashem. The idea of das is a recognition and a feeling of of the concepts which you already understand, as if you're now seeing it. You come to a whole different level of this, you're actually seeing the concept and not just understanding it. And this you can only come to through your own 
toil your own work. And that's why he said to Shlema Melech, his son, no, Hashem, now that I've explained to you everything about godliness and the greatness of Hashem, now you have to work on really trying to connect to it and feel it until it becomes really real, as if you're seeing the greatness of Hashem. The Ha'inyin, who would explain this even more, about Das being the connection and the actual seeing the concept, it's known. Chachma and Bina relate to sight and uh, sight and hearing. Um, it says, who is the Chacham, the, the wise, he who sees the consequences, sees that which is born, what's going what's to happen. So we see the relationship of Chachma to um, to Ri'ia, to sight. And also it says in the verse, Vayar Reishis Loi, Vayar Reishis Reishis is Chachma, is the first sphere Loi to, to Moshe. So we see the Yar, he saw, and Reishis Chachma. And, and Bina is Shmiya, like always. Um, when it says Shema Yisrael, Shema Yisrael, listen, O Israel, hero Israel, Lord is our God, Lord is what? What does it mean? And all the commentaries explain Shema means Havain, understand. So, understanding Bina and hearing are synonymous. Same idea. And it's known, it says, and the sages say that it's not comparable at all sight to hearing. What's the difference between seeing something and hearing about something? When somebody hears about some some idea. Um, and he and he gets excited about it. He gets excited about whatever the idea is that the person is telling him, telling him about. And afterwards, now he all of a sudden, this thing which he was only told about until now, he comes and sees it in actuality. His excitement and the way he's affected is a totally different. When a person is told about an amazing painting or an amazing um, um, scenery. It's just wow, that's great. But then all of a sudden, he sees it with his own eyes, and it's a whole different experience. Um, and what is the difference? Why in in sight are you so much more affected? Because when you see something, you actually are seeing the essence. You're actually seeing the actual thing. You did not know about the actual thing at all, and the essence of that thing at all, just through hearing about it and learning about it. When you heard about it, you only grasped the matter, the existence of that matter, and only according to how much you understand, your the specific capacity of your understanding. That's how you picture the matter in your mind. You picture that scenery just with your own you know, mind, your own understanding, and you only know about the existence of this thing, but you don't know about you don't actually grasp the actual thing because you didn't actually see it. But when you see something, you see the actual thing, the essence of that thing itself. Which is impossible to come to see the actual thing just through comprehension. You only can get to the existence of this thing that it exists, but I can't really get what it really is. That's why you have a totally different effect when you just um, when you uh, when you see the actual thing. And the effect is that you become totally attached to that thing which you see now. You can't move away from it. You just you're you're stuck just looking at this amazing scenery. You can never forget about it now that you've seen it because you've actually seen the actual thing. Now this thing which you're seeing now always stands before your eyes. And this is also the reason, a side note, why it's very important to be careful about what you see. Because whatever you see becomes etched deeply into your soul and engraved very deep. And it always stands before you and always affects you in a deeper way and has a deeper effect on your soul. Therefore, we have to be careful what we see. 
Uh, just like it is in the physical sight and hearing, so too it is in the spiritual, intellectual hearing and sight. So when you intellectually see something, the eye of the mind, which when you see something with your mind and your, your intellect, that's also like you're seeing the essence and the actual, the actual thing. When a person understands whatever the matter may be, something if he understands it in a way where he actually is, if he's seeing it within his mind, we see clearly that the person gets a lot more affected um, when he reaches that level of understanding of you know as if he's actually seeing it. So, like for example, when a person when a person is you know thinking about a uh, trip that he's going to take, or a simcha that he's making for you know, a wedding, and he really now is able. He reaches a seat like he's actually seeing the whole wedding in his mind. He's picturing the whole thing, and he's it's, it's, it's he's reached a level of sight within his mind. So we see that the person is so much more excited by it. Who that's like you look far and it's all it's almost as if this 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 thing which he's thinking about is already came. It's almost as if the, it's almost as if the wedding is right is here already. Hagam even though it's not going to happen for a still. A duration of time, but by this person who reached a spiritual sight of this concept, it's as if it's already came. He's feeling in his in his in his emotions as if it's already here. If if it's a scary matter, who then the person is already afraid right now, even though it hasn't actually happened. And the other side, opposite, if it's something a good occasion, a happy occasion, it's as if it's already here. He's, he already feels simcha in his heart, even though it's not even here. Because he's already reached a a intellectual sight of the thing, and therefore the actual thing is after it's is so to say extended and come come into his brain. Which is not the case when his knowledge of this matter is only from what he heard from somebody else. He didn't reach a intellectual sight of the thing. Or he understands the idea. He didn't hear it from somebody else, but he understood it himself. But he's not at the level of spiritual, of intellectual seeing of that matter. So he doesn't get so excited about it. He's not so moved by this concept if he just understood it or he heard it from somebody else. The reason being, because just like physical sight, when you see it, you're seeing the actual thing, the essence of that thing. So too, when you reach an intellectual sight of the, of a concept, it's as if the actual thing is now in coming into your brain. And therefore, the matter that you're thinking about and you're contemplating becomes very, very close to you, as if it's already here. You see the, the essence of the thing as if it's already came, as if you're, it's right here in front of you. At the top of page Samechtes, and we'll just go a little bit further. And that's what it says in the Pirkei Avis. You should look, it uses the specific word look. You should look at three matters and you will never come to sin. Right? It says that you, you, from, you came from a putrid drop and look where you're going to end up going. And um, so, it uses the, the sages use the word istakil, which is an implication of sight, and not just think about these three things, actually see them. The sages were trying to tell you when you get when you reach this level of seeing something in your mind, you reach a spiritual sight of these concepts that where I came from, from a future drop, and where I'm destined to give a accounting before Hashem. 
Then you'll never come to sin because it's really become true by you. It's actually these these matter as is, it's actually coming to your mind as if you're you're already seeing it, you're already living with it. The and so to this applies with everything. When you reach a intellectual sight of that of anything, it really affects you a lot more in your soul a lot more than if you just understood it or if you just uh, heard it from somebody else. Would you actually in, contemplate it and meditate upon it until you reach an actual uh, sight of this matter, as if you're seeing it within your mind, then you're a lot more affected by it and you feel as if it's already come right now. Top of page, Samach Test, three lines from the top. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the new podcast, Chassidus. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chassidusonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Mimer Mavur explanation on a Mimer from Torah Lukute Torah almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other or older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tovim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And... You can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelb at gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of, every, of that episode. Thank you very much.